0: When was the last time you actually belly laughed? Tears in your eyes doubled over, stomach in pain laughed. When was the last time you lost your breath from laughing? Or maybe the last time you actually laughed out loud. If you haven't even chuckled or giggled, guffawed or chortled, cackled or even ha-ha'd, Man, you're in trouble. Today, why humor matters. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the KL Podcast. It has been a minute. But man, I listen, first off, a huge thank you to all of our guests who, who stepped in during Black History Month and for International Women's Day. Incredible conversations. And Tim, kudos to you for leading those. Thank you so much. I learned a lot. It was fascinating. I never thought Shaquille O'Neal would come up as a <laughs> as a Black leader, but I know better now. That was great. Yeah. What a great month that was. Yeah,
1: that's a good lesson for all of us. But great, Henry. That was a great couple of weeks, great month.
2: We learn a lot during February, but it's also, it's a change for us because we have to prepare a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think those episodes are a lot heavier than our normal content.
0: Yeah, we're definitely taking a turn today uh, back to our classic kale format. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> classic
2: kale hits. Uh, and no, back to your regularly scheduled three ring circus. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is, man. We're going to talk about the circus today. We're getting into it. Uh, we're getting into a topic that is is light in some ways, but it's really meaningful and it can have a huge negative impact if you don't know what you're doing with it. Today we're going to talk about humor. We're going to talk about the differences between being funny and having a sense of humor. What, is, what do those things mean? What matters? Uh, when to use it? When not to use it? Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a pretty powerful weapon that can be that can be wielded against you sometimes. Not that I would ever know. It's never happened to me ever. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> never yeah. fell victim to that one, right? Uh.
0: I can count on two hands the number of times I've, I've made humor mistakes in the past
2: 6 days, so I'm not yeah, I I <laughs> I mean,
0: Come on. I was
2: going to say we sh- we should have folded this into a two-part series with self-awareness for Henry. <laughs> that would
0: have Oh, I know. Yeah. I know I've done it. I just don't I just can't stop myself. That's the problem. Okay, so <laughs> I think, you know, we we got to get back to it. We got to start right out of the box with is sense of humor the same as being funny? It is not. No, No, it's not. Okay. So why don't we define these two,
2: explain the differences. Let's get into it. So, Tim, back to you. For me, this is the most important piece of this entire conversation when we're talking about the power of humor. Because I think some people think that having a sense of humor means they got to be a comedian. And that is not the case. We are not encouraging that. People that try to be funny are really annoying. (laughs) I mean, just let it happen, okay? Just let it happen. So when we talk about being funny, we're talking about causing amusement or laughter, providing entertainment. When we talk about a sense of humor, we're simply just talking about the ability to find things funny and general enjoyment in doing so. And for me... I love working for someone with a sense of humor. Yeah, I could take or not someone who wants to be funny all the time. I just need someone to appreciate the humor in life. Yeah, that's who I want to spend time with. That's who I want to work for. That's who I. That's who I want to work with is people who can actually just find the humor in life.
1: You know, one of the other things I'd say, and it was called out in some of the content we read preparing for this, was you know, being funny is an external motion, and having a sense of humor is internal. And, and it really helped me to frame it up that way to say it's, it's an internal state. Um, when you're talking about sense of humor, but kind of outwardly facing when you talk about being funny. And, and, and you know, the last thing I'd say too, in specific to sense of humor for me, I, I think it's super important to be able to laugh at yourself right? Kind of when the humor is directed towards you. yeah. If you can do that, or if the people around you are able to do that, man, it just makes life so much easier.
0: Here's what I think is interesting about this. So Tim, you're talking about people who are like not wanting to work for someone who's trying to be funny. Are you saying someone who tries to be funny and isn't, or someone who is just
2: funny? What I meant was someone who it's like making an effort to be funny. Yeah. I, to me, the people that I enjoy being around, the funniest people in my life are the people who it's effortless. And I think you lose the authenticity of it when you try. I, I just it just feels like trying to. When we were researching for this, <laughs> a lot of the hits that came up were how to be funny. and i and i'll tell you what it reminded me of this is like the most corporate thing ever oh my gosh this is painful for me so there was a corporate training class one time that i came across offered by a company that i was working for on how to be charismatic and it was a 30-minute course (laughs) i mean that's all you you know do we really think that we can make someone charismatic or funny in 30 minutes. But a lot of the hits that I got when I was researching for this, that's what was coming up was, you know, basically how to tell a joke. And in my head, while I was looking at this material, which was disgusting me a little bit, I was like, Oh my gosh, I would hate to be forced into interaction with the person who thinks this is the way to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They're Googling how to be funny. (laughs) And then they're following the script,
0: you know, when we were doing research on this, I started to wonder is being funny. And I'm not talking about sense of humor. I'm just about being funny. Is being funny kind of like singing. Some people can do it and some people can't do it. And other people just kind of hit notes every once in a while. You know,
2: is is it like that? Is that just something that some people have? (laughs) I don't think so. I, I don't think it's near as hard as singing. I think it's just being.
1: <laughs> I like the analogy. Here. How to
2: sing in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it's just be yourself. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I,
0: I think you're talking about be yourself and be and lighten up and take it easy. This is the thing that I started. I, I mean, I started to get into this as well. If you're funny, does that mean you have a good sense of humor?
2: Maybe, maybe
0: I don't I know. though. Maybe because maybe it doesn't. And, and I, I kind of dug in on myself on this and thought, I'm, I can be really funny. I like to I like to make jokes. I like to laugh. But I can also get really serious when other people would be like, "Dude, you? Why would why would that even bother you? You don't seem like the kind of person that'd be bothered by that. I think I'm funnier. I skew toward being funny and not as much on sense of humor.
2: See, I think you have a great sense of humor, Henry, but I don't really think you're funny. <laughs> so so I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the multiple why, why faces. Why are we here?
1: It's the multiple faces of Henry because I can think of instances when you've, you've indexed towards both sides.
2: For me, I think life is funny. Yeah. I may be the freak of nature and I'm kind of realizing that based on some of the data that we saw, but I think life is funny and it makes me laugh on a pretty regular basis. And nobody's really even trying to make me laugh. I'm just like, <laughs> can you believe that just happened? But I just think funny things happen in life. I don't know if y'all saw this data point or not, but it said the typical four-year-old laughs 300 times a day. Yeah. And then a typical 40-year-old laughs 300 times in three months. I mean, like, I feel like a four-year-old because I laugh all the time. And, and, you know, I don't know if you saw this, too, but there was at some point there was something in there that suggested a humor audit where you carry a notebook around. Oh, yeah. And you like and you write down every time during a day where you make someone laugh or someone makes you laugh. And as much as I love lists, I wouldn't get anything done because I'd be writing stuff down. I actually did a humor audit this morning. Just like before this call, we're having this call at one o'clock and I was like, I'm just going to do a quick humor audit of funny things that have happened today. And it was, I got up this morning, I joked around with the boys because they were sore from playing baseball all weekend. I saw this thing online that said, don't ever tell your spouse to calm down. Instead, substitute, I love your energy, which I think is funny. And I and I told and I told my wife that I said I'm never going to tell you to calm down again. I'm just going to say I love your energy, and I've said that like three times today because she's riled up, and I've laughed every time. It's, that sounds and, like the most
0: passive aggressive thing to say to somebody whenever yeah. they need
2: to actually calm down. Well, let me tell you, it's I love even it. funny. It's even funnier when you've told them that you're going to say yeah. I love your energy when I want you to <laughs> calm down. I mean, that's even better. But I, I actually had to make calls to. Everyone on my team this morning, 10 people, and I had to have a semi serious conversation about a topic relating to business. Most of them, we chuckled at some point. Um, I had a one on one. We laughed. I have a Monday morning call after every baseball tournament with the guys that I coach with, and it's called Monday Reflections. We had that 15 minute call. That's nothing but laughing. (laughs) I mean, I sent a note to a guy about a kidney stone. We laughed. Send a note to, I mean, like, I just, I don't know. What if is I going on need, in your life a, on a Monday morning? A, yeah, this
1: is, I, I need a morning in Tim's life.
0: I know, right? And, you know, and Josh, you and I are up like two and a half hours, three hours earlier than
2: Tim and on a regular day anyway. Look at yeah, all that he's, he's done already, today. He's
1: already sucked more humor out of the day.
2: <laughs> it's, the humor audit, man, it just never stops over here.
0: Well, but, I didn't go to the point of writing things down, but I did look at that and started to think more about when I was and yeah. wasn't laughing not just when I found things funny. I'll I'll think something's funny and have probably no real response to it. I don't know if you guys ever ever like that. I realized I I find things funny quite a bit. I'm like the person that laughs out loud at something on television. I laugh out loud at things I hear people say. I. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also becoming more of the get off my lawn kind of guy, you know, as I <laughs> yeah. get older. And, and I'm wondering, is that because my sense of humor waning, I'm like, oh, God, yeah. oh, there's trash in my yard. Oh, what are these people doing riding electric scooters in the park? Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't, well, I don't even really care about this stuff that much. I'll go and deal with it. But yeah. see, that fits into the puzzle because that's making people laugh. Me because if <laughs> I saw you, you getting upset about that. I would be laughing about it. That's and and then that, and and that would make me start laughing.
1: About hey, it. sometimes yeah. you're giving, sometimes you're taking Henry. So thank you. I'm yeah. really, I'm
0: really glad that I could be here as a source of comic relief for you guys. No,
1: I, I say that I say that Henry, but I find myself in the same situation pretty, pretty often. And, you know, of course, as we're, we're researching for this, I do some self-reflection and I find more and more that I'm not, I'm not having as much of a sense of humor as I used to. Right. Or, I'm, I'll say it like this: I'm not enjoying things as much as I used to from a from a humor perspective, right? And so it's it's yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe I'm letting the stress of life get to me more. But it, it it's it's super interesting, especially when you're when you're doing some self reflection on it. And I can certainly lighten up a little bit. You
2: have to, man. It's the only way to live. I know a lot of these conversations that we have are personal, and this is Tim specific, but. Man, for me, humor is everything. And this isn't directly related to humor. It has to do with happiness, but man, I found a poem this weekend. This thing is so powerful. It's called The Weighing by Jane Hirschfield. I'm just gonna read three lines of it, which man, they are like, oh, so it's so good. It says, so few grains of happiness measured against all the dark and still the scales balance. That's how we balance out this insanity and tragedy and darkness that's like being shoved down our throats every single day. That's what humor does for us, in my opinion. That's so
0: good, Tim. And 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 listen, I, I, all three of us agree that sense of humor is is more important than being funny. If you're funny, be funny. There's nothing wrong with that. But sense yeah. of humor is definitely more important. But let's talk specifically about leaders. Why is having
2: a sense of humor important for a leader? The bullet point number one is that I think humor makes us human. Yeah. And it allows us to connect with, with other people and it strengthens relationships and trust. That's that's like the headline in my mind is it's very humanizing. And I think that's incredibly important for any great leader.
1: You can remove tension from a situation, right? You can you can lift the spirit of the room, um, and then, like you mentioned, I think you know in a one-on-one situation, it just helps build rapport. I think whenever you're having those conversations and you're 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 looking for things you have in common with your people, and then you begin to interject, you know, humor, it just it, it elevates that relationship. I haven't seen a, a time when that doesn't.
2: Yeah, that kind of goes back to all our conversations about listening, though, Josh, yeah. because I'll tell you what I do often is I'll have a conversation with someone and I'll understand kind of what makes them tick or what they find funny. And then if I see something that reminds me of them, I'll say, oh, man, they would really appreciate this. And then I'll send it to them or I'll you know, keep it in the chamber until the next time I see them so that I can share yeah. it with them. But that's how the connection and a relationship is strengthened, is understanding the other person and and what appeals to them.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and this isn't quite as heavy as what you guys mentioned, but, you know, just have fun, right? I mean, yeah, we got work to do and yeah, there's important things out there. I don't know that I want my brain surgeon having too much fun when I'm getting operated on. You know, if I'm in that situation, but I don't want him to be stressed, him or her. I want I want yeah. that person to, to, you know, be able to roll with it. And I, I think that, right. you know, the people around them should feel like, you know, they can do their jobs well with a lot of independence. So I think a sense of humor allows people to have fun and people who have fun tend to be. Uh, I don't know. I think they tend to be better employees, better workers, better leaders, you know, better customer service people. I think when people are having fun, it's a more enjoyable environment to be around.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and once again, I feel like we need to guardrail ourselves here. We're not suggesting that no work gets done. We're actually saying in the context of being productive, have some fun. And I think that Henry touched on something, although he didn't actually use these words, but a sense of humor or humor in the workplace actually can relax people. And when we're relaxed, we actually are more creative and more innovative. I don't know if this is specific to me or if the two of you can relate to it, but when somebody puts me on the spot and I feel all of a sudden, a lot of tension and pressure, on occasion, I'll lock up. I mean, they they might get a response out of me, but they're certainly not getting my most creative self and my right. most innovative right. self because I'm not relaxed. So when we're relaxed, we actually do better work. There's a lot of studies that show that an upbeat atmosphere can actually increase productivity. But I really think that's related to creativity and innovation because... We're inspired when we're relaxed.
1: I think if you're fostering that type of environment, your, your retention is going to be much higher than, than maybe that it would have been without it, right? Because people have options now, but give them a place where they want to be and where they want to stay because it's right. Humor is interjected, but also because of that, they they're their most productive self. They're, you know, their most creative self and they feel like they can flex that. So it's, it's just so much goodness all the way around.
2: Yeah, and I I think the business world is really catching on to this. I mean, clearly, the three of us are believers. There's a book called Humor Seriously. It's written by two ladies, a lady named Jennifer Aker and another named Naomi Bagdonis. And Jennifer is actually a Stanford professor, and Naomi is an executive coach. And together, they teach a course at Stanford's grad school called Humor Serious Business. And this course actually gives as much credit as accounting or business law. And oh, by the way, uh, there's a course on edX called Remotely Humorous that they facilitate as well. So check it out if you get a chance.
0: All right. So let's talk about the dangers of poorly executed humor. Where does it go wrong? Come off the rails? Where do we crash and burn? This is oh, my, man. this is my, uh, this is my expertise over here on this side. I feel like I'm really good at
2: this part. <laughs> the resident expert.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, some situations they have levity because they're supposed to have levity, you know, and uh, other situations, you know, you just have to let them be serious. <laughs> and that's, that's right. just the way it's going to be. That's right. The life now is on these video calls, right? And there could be hundreds of people on there. And the odds of you knowing who all these people are is slim and none. And so when you proactively come off mute to say something, if you're making some kind of a joke or you're trying to be funny and you don't know who's on that call, your risk of offending somebody goes up 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times. You don't know their cultural background, religious background. You don't know anything about this person. The thing you're going to say, oh, my gosh. It could be so, so, so bad. Not knowing who your audience is, is probably uh, the number one easiest way to offend somebody with humor.
2: I hadn't even thought about that, Henry. You really are the expert. Yeah, oh yeah, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Clearly offending people, and Henry clicked down there to a specific <laughs> instance that's probably common. I had have, have not thought about that, but we do have to be careful about offending others. I think we also want to make sure that we're not targeting someone. Yeah. You know, some sometimes I, I just don't even really like making fun of other people, maybe a little jab here or there, good natured, but I stay away from, you know, making fun of someone. I more tend to find something that we both think is mutually, you know, we mutually think is funny and share it with them. I think that's the sense of humor that i normally gravitate to rather than poking on someone i just think that's kind of dangerous um i'd also say sarcasm and negativity inside jokes you know that just speaks to exclusivity when you start telling inside jokes and only one person in a room of 12 can understand that just is ugly that's not the way to do this
1: yeah. One of the ways I heard it said, Tim, and it's, it's what you were saying, really, but making sure you're laughing with someone and not at someone when, right. when interjecting humor, it's really good. Um, the other thing that I'd say to you is, you know, make sure you're not turning yourself into a clown, you know, and, and I've seen yeah. that happen a lot. And I've seen it happen in the in the space where people are using humor to to cover gaps, right? Or when they're feeling, you know, like they're maybe underqualified or don't know the right answer and they'll just interject what they think is funny. And, and it's not, but if it happens repetitively, you know, you're, you're basically turning yourself. It, it that's, that's becoming your brand. Right. And it's, it, it's not good. It's not good for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think there's another piece of to that too, Josh, because sometimes we see at the executive level, people who are trying to be funny all the time. Yeah but they're getting laughs because they're the, at the executive level and not because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have the self-awareness to know that. I've, I, uh, Man, there's a, there's a woman that I work with. I just think this is, this is such a great story of self-awareness. I love her so much for it, but she is, has a very dry sense of humor and she's at a high level within our company. She told me one time that her family can't believe how funny she is at work (laughs) because because they hear all these people laughing all the time at any little joke, she says, because they're just trying to appease the executive. She knows she's not that funny. Her family tells her they have a very authentic relationship at home. Her family tells her she's not funny. And then she gets to work and has the same exact sense of humor and everybody is slapping their knee and laughing hysterically. And it's funny that she can see that. Right. But it's also funny to think about a person who actually can't see that and they're just feeding off of the audience, you know, giving them laughs because they're at an executive level. It's You're spot on, Josh. And we could probably do a whole episode on being a clown at work. That's for sure.
0: How do you develop a sense of humor? If you're, and we're not talking about being a good joke teller here. We're talking about developing a good sense of humor. If you
2: need it, how do you get to it? Well, I'm going to stay with what we were just talking about. Because I think that's a good place for me to point out that the woman we were just referring to, although she is probably not funny, she acknowledges that. She clearly has a sense of humor because telling me that story was hilarious. It was so funny. It wasn't a joke, but just telling me that story and the fact that she had found humor in the fact that she wasn't funny (laughs) shows that she has a sense of humor. I mean, that's very complex there, but you develop a sense of humor by learning to find humor in most situations.
1: I I think it's important to say, Tim, that's a proactive motion, and I think it's a learned it's a learned emotion also, you know, it's just not intuitive for some people. So some people are going to gravitate towards the negative or right. Toward, toward, toward what's going wrong. But if you can look for the humorous piece of that, it's there. I promise you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're so right. And I mean, you can think about situations that you're probably going to find a hard time, you know, finding something humorous in, and that might be a flat tire on the expressway might be hard to find humor in that. But it could be. And think of the difference between that situation when you're a bundle of stress and nerves and anxiety and anger versus you going, wow, what are the odds I have a flat tire on the expressway? What a bummer this is. I mean, I'm sure all of us have a spare tire. Hopefully you do. Or a cell phone, you can call for help. So, you know, if you don't take it as seriously, you're going to deal with
2: it so much better. Yeah, in the context of work, isn't it just one of the greatest moments in the workplace when someone who is incredibly serious just bursts into laughter? (laughs) It's the best, man. I mean, it's, it's especially nice if you're the one who actually caused them to laugh. But once again, that just happens. But if you've ever been in a situation where there's somebody who is really serious, yeah. And then they find something funny and just laugh. That is such a moment, man. Right. And it it connects you with them. It does.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this is probably pivoting a little bit, but I it kind of touches on what you're talking about here, Tim, as well. But it speaks to how much of a difference humor can make. And, and it, it referenced it in some of the content we went over. You know, even thinking about some of life's most serious moments, I can think of even being at a funeral, right? Most recently, and I've talked about both my parents passing and you know, within the last couple of years. Um, but tasteful humor interjected, even at your lowest moment when you're grieving, that is such a sigh of relief. I mean, it genuinely is. I've is. I've been at both my parents' funerals and I was either the one interjecting it when I was speaking or someone else was, and I was receiving it. And it's just like a breath of fresh air, even at your darkest times, right? In your darkest moments. And if that's, if that's not true or speaking or confirming what it is, we're trying to say, I don't know what does. And so it's, it's amazing. It really is. If you're wondering
0: like, how could that even be possible? How could someone do that? I say, watch curb your enthusiasm. Because there's a show where there seems to be something funny that can happen in every awkward situation you could ever imagine. And my wife and I have gotten to the point now where we try to seek out creating our own curb moments in our (laughs) day-to-day lives where something awkward happens. We're like, this is what would Larry David do right now? This is a moment where we could actually make this really funny instead of getting
2: so worked up about it. Try to find the humor in most situations and make laughing a habit. Yeah. I mean laughing is good medicine. We kind of touched on that earlier. You know, another piece, if we're talking about how to develop a sense of humor is to seek out humorous company and spend time with people who you enjoy being with, who make you smile and make you laugh. It's a good place
1: to be. Yeah. I think one of the other ways that we can really utilize to, to build a sense of humor is if you if you found something funny or, or something struck you as funny is just share it with others right? I mean, look, look at it as a way to impart that into them as well, because what, what good is it? I mean, most good things in life, right? What good is it if you're not sharing it with somebody?
2: You do that so well too, Josh. I mean, my my text messages with you, sometimes that's just like a humor share. You know, I'll send you <laughs> something that's funny, then you send me something that's funny. But yeah. I mean, when something strikes you as funny or something funny happens, then share it. I I just think that's so good. I'll I'll mention this just very quickly. So I was at a wedding last weekend, two weekends ago. I was at a wedding. And it was my best friend's daughter, and he was the best man in my wedding. And so it's a very serious moment. He's dancing with his daughter. You know, they're having the father-bride dance, and he was a little teary. He was a little broken up, which I can relate to because I, I was the same way. And so then he came over to me after the dance was over. He's kind of getting himself together and put my arm around him. And I said, you know, your daughter looks beautiful. And then we kind of broke into a little bit of small talk. He was still trying to get himself together. And I said, I said, did you get a new suit? Did you get a new suit for the wedding? And he said, and he wasn't really even trying to be funny. He just said, no, this is is the same suit that I wore when I gave you away. (laughs) (laughs) and I mean it's just funny man it was funny the (laughs) delivery and he had tears in his eyes and it just came out of his mouth and I mean I told his mother that we had a good laugh I told my mother that because she knows him we had a good laugh and I'm pretty sure they told some other people just keep it going that is how the world of humor (laughs) grows and I think it's so great
0: all right Tim so tell us
2: what we learned today Well, I think the most important thing that we learned is that a sense of humor is part of what makes us human, is deeply connecting, and it's empowering. And we all want meaning in our lives, and a healthy sense of humor brings intellectual perspective, empathy, and humanity. There's times when work and life get serious and hard and mundane and stressful, and when we can deploy a sense of humor, I mean... It doesn't make light of those serious times, but it also helps us move forward in spite of the serious times, just like Josh talked about with his story at the funeral. Having a sense of humor doesn't just punctuate and offset the seriousness, it allows the meaning to come through. Moments of humor define the shape of our relationships. Good luck out there. You don't have to be funny, just have a good sense of humor.
0: As a leader, you'll be more approachable and you'll foster a creative and productive environment. Ultimately, you'll be more successful.
2: And that's nothing to laugh at. For more KL podcasts, visit kindleadershipproject.com, follow us on LinkedIn, or
1: find us on your favorite streaming service. This podcast is an expression of the views of kind leadership and its team. We're always open for discussion, so find us on social media and give us your thoughts.